Welcome to Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 season series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Rudy Burger story that we are following all through the 2023 CrossFit Games. 2022 40 to 44-year-old male champion. Uh, yeah, so I'm off to PAL again. It's Saturday morning. Sun is shining. Uh, it's beautiful. And we are going to film 23.2 with Rudy. Uh, my hope today is that we get to talk to his kids, uh, get to learn about what it's like to have a dad that is a CrossFit Games Masters champion. Um, and then kind of the balance that Rudy and Lynette have to kind of go through in order to be good parents, uh, still stay engaged with their kids and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's an amazing family dynamic. It was fun watching the kids root Rudy on last week. Uh, so I'm anxious to hear, hear from them, see what they're up to. And uh, yeah, fun stuff. So then Rudy got to the start uh, line. Going to get there probably in about five Lynette minutes. Lynette pumped up the crowd a little bit. We will get some footage. Uh, yeah, super stoked. And With then... that, uh, next scene you'll see is me getting to chalk dust and kind of starting up the old... Uh, video camera and getting some footage of Rudy doing the workout and then we'll sit down with Rudy Lynette and hopefully the two kids so with that um, sit back relax man here we go week two of the open so we're here with Rudy's kids Mason and Leah welcome so I'm gonna ask Mason first you have this big head of your dad how, where did you get that, and how much fun is it to shake that around when he's working out? Um, our friend printed it to us after we uh, like took a picture of his face, and I think it's really fun because we know that if he looks over, he sees his big head <laughs> right at him, and it's really fun to hold it up with Jackson. And super easy to spot you in the crowd, right? Definitely. Yeah. Since it's so big. So, Leah, my understanding is that you did this workout yesterday, um, and you're you're just kind of trying it out, and you're only 12 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done the open workouts, and my mom trains me sometimes with my dad, but it's cool to work out with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you do in the workout yesterday? Um, I think I did pretty well. I, th I got like 133 reps. So. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's really good. So Mason, do you do CrossFit or do you do other sports? Um, I started wrestling a couple months ago and I was wrestling for a while. And then my mom started training me uh, about five days a week around there. And I did the workout yesterday, and I thought it was really hard, 
but... She, I did too, just yeah. so you know. Yeah, she, she only beat me by eight reps, so... Yeah. So is there a competition between the two of you? Usually. Definitely. <laughs> and how old are you, Mason? I am 11, and okay. I turn 12 in August. So just like my sister and I, you're, you guys are a year apart. Yeah, we were pretty competitive, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's it like being the kids of a CrossFit Games champion? It is very inspirational, and it's it feels amazing because they set the best example for us, and I don't think it can get any better than this because we have the fittest dad on earth, the best coach on earth, our mom and like they get along very well as a coach and a trainer so it's very good and inspirational. Um, I think it's really awesome like when we have garage sessions or like basement sessions me and Mason normally like tag along but it's cool yeah it's really awesome seeing my mom and dad together it's like really cool. So did you guys get to go to the games last year? Yes, we did. It was quite the experiment experience. Very fun. Um, we had a whole crew there, so it was cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, they had a lot of free stuff. So, so it was really fun to go around and... Yeah, the vendor village. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of vendors there, and I love screaming my lungs out, and then chilling with my dad after one. How many O2s did you have? I had like 13 in one day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was, it was pretty sad. <laughs> the O2s were good, but I didn't have as many. <laughs> yeah, that's probably smart. You can only get so much, so much oxygen in a day. That's right. <laughs> um, so when your dad was on the podium, any emotions come to you? I know if my dad would have won the games, I'd probably cry like a baby. Um, it was really cool. Um, um, we were actually shopping <laughs> during that ceremony. <laughs> I didn't know when the ceremony was, um, so we were just shopping at Noble. But I saw the videos after, and it was really cool. It was. It's what happens when you let me be in charge. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I remember the song that was playing, Mom told us the song that was playing, it was Sunroof, I think, and that's like a huge song that we listen to today, and I think it's just like, honestly, I couldn't believe it when it happened, and yeah, I still can't believe it, it's just awesome. So my last question for you guys, what's your prediction for this year? Is your dad going to repeat? Yes, 100%. It's going to be... Yes. I, that's good, right there. Thanks, guys. So now we're joined by the culprit that made the kids miss the podium ceremony <laughs> at the CrossFit Games, and that is Rudy's mom, and you're known as Mimi? Mimi, yeah. Um, so what, were, what happened that made you miss the podium ceremony? We were so... Full of adrenaline after that we raced out of the stadium and just started running and we're like we've got to have merchandise and we ran in and we started buying all the stuff and 
of course we had to go get ice cream. And <laughs> we came back and we're like, oh, we missed it. Luckily we had 50 people videoing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sorry, Rudy. <laughs> so I'm 53 years old. My mom still comes to all of my stuff. She watches all of my things. What's it like to have a son that is this successful in a sport? Um, I don't know how to answer that exactly because he's always been, you know, a natural athlete. I followed him through cross country, track, wrestling, all through, you know, junior high and high school. So this is kind of like the next level, I think, for him. He's always been kind of a high achiever, as you can kind of see. And I don't know, I've just kind of rolled with it. I love it. It's very exciting. And is your intention to be as many events as you can? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love watching him. It still, you know, makes you sweat. And <laughs> you know. Do, you, do you ever lose your voice, or are you um, a calm cheerer? Oh, no, I'm not calm. But <laughs> I also have a whistle and bells that I ring to make up for my lack of voice. But. And that way, Rudy knows you're in the crowd, too, because it's sure. something different than everybody else. Yes, I think so. Yeah, so I'm going to finish with the same question I did with the kids. What's your prediction for this year? Is oh, Rudy yeah, going to repeat? Gonna win it. For sure. Yeah, we've already got dates planned and where we're going to stay. Hotels booked. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Very exciting. You heard it here first. We may have a repeat champion in the 40-40 year-old division. We will. We will, yeah. for sure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So now I'm with the entire family. Um, I got to ask, you know, this is, a, this is a big commitment. We talked about this last week. And... You have your kids, you have your mom, you have your family that are relying on you. How do you do the balance between dad, husband, and athlete? Yeah, so it's, it's a delicate balance. Um, I mean, when we first started it, it was something that I was just troubled with and had a lot of anxiety on saying, hey, do I, can I really make myself a priority at times? Um, and so it, it was very difficult at first, but once we started rolling and, and, and seeing that, you know, we were involving our family and, and bringing them along with us and sharing the experiences, sharing the lows, sharing the highs with them, we realized how much learning and, and experience it was for them. And that kind of, it just reassured me that I was doing the right thing and, and the sacrifices we were making were, were worth it in the, in the long run. So as a had to really get on the big picture thinking of, of the process. So I know like that now the kids are training with you guys at times. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever set aside time that's not CrossFit just to be a family? Yes, yes we do. And in those times come when you, when you plan it or when you don't, but it's, it's, it's little stuff like playing a game of darts or shooting mm -hmm. hoops at the house you know, for, for not huge amounts of times, but just finding little bits of times to connect and talk about school, talk about friends, talk about, you know, like you said, other than CrossFit. Um, so we just, we just find those, those times when, when, they, when they come up. Yeah. So last week, uh, finished first in your division. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, since we, re and we just found that out after the release of the first segment. Um, so how are you feeling after that? Good first start. Feeling really good. I, I, like, you know, in a competition setting, you got to come out and swing. You got to take that first punch. And 
when you land it and you, you get first in that first competition, that just helps your, your momentum, it helps your, your motivation, it, it validates what you've been training and working towards and the, and the momentum is, is huge. So let's talk about today. Um, I saw some little whiteboards out there uh, with some strategies. Yes. I heard Lynette say that you're not on pace anymore <laughs> at times. Yes. Um, and then the lift completely not what was on the whiteboard. That is correct. So, so after all of that, how do you feel now that it's done? Yeah, so when we were strategizing over the last couple of days, we, we set a target and a goal and then we set a stretch target. Mm -hmm. And it said, hey, if we really want to go after this and, and leave nothing on the table, this is what we have to shoot for. Understanding that it's going to hurt, it, it, we may not make it, um, but if we get close to these, these goals and in, in, in the strategy that we've laid out, we're still going to be successful. I just want to add something. Yeah. Um, I would say that one thing we learned from last year in just our personal biases, we are very strategic and we like to use data to analyze and set a goal. Yes. One thing we're trying to do is to be a little bit less strategic and put ourselves outside of that comfort to just say, okay, do you think you can do this? Then let's shoot for that and try to ignore what our spreadsheet is telling us. And so we're trying to put ourselves a little bit outside of our comfort, which then makes those targets a little bit more aspirational. But like you saw last week, it was something that worked out. This week, we were three reps short of that goal. So, you know, I think that is a great exercise to kind of build into our training and how we approach workouts. Because if we stay in the safe zone or where we feel comfortable, we're never gonna test, honestly, failure. And that's a big part of training. Yeah, and, and just to add one more thing, I think workouts that have an A and a B part are a very good test of your re resilience mm -hmm. and you know not being shaken by the result of that first one. Mm -hmm. I know that first one I didn't make my goal, but I, you know, I reset and said, "All right, part two, let's let's." You have a new I, I have a new opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's a very good lesson learned. And also, based on my data comment earlier, we didn't have much data on the thruster. So a lot of what you saw on the board was like, well, this is probably <laughs> something you could hit based on the number we have from 19. So 2019, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, we, I mean, he, you know, we try to measure effort, we try to measure executing the plan, and then we go back and say, what did we learn? And how can we incorporate that into the next training piece and the next workout? So I did this workout yesterday. That five minute window is way shorter than you think it is. Um, did, did, it, did you learn anything by that? Because when I was doing it, I thought, dang, I never do heavy anything this back to back. Yeah, so, you know, one thing that came to mind was, was my experience in the semifinals last year. We had a, we did all the wall balls, I mean, 250 some wall balls, and then we had a five minute window to hit a max clean and jerk. And during the competition, I PR'd my clean and jerk. So I knew that within a couple minutes, I can recover enough to, to do a, 
you know, an explosive lift mm -hmm. if I really have to. Yep. So that gave me confidence. It's like, okay, I've done this before. Yeah. And in, in, in your, your thruster today was a PR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a PR thruster, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and they did not look difficult, like, until, until you had to rush that last one, um, I think. You just didn't have enough yeah. time to, to yeah. get back at it. Yep. Um, so you're over the midway point of the Open already. It seems like it just started and you're already past the midway point. Yeah. Uh, feeling pretty good going into the last week? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll hit some more training today. Have a normal training week next week. Go into the last workout. But I'm, now, now you're past the, the hump and you're like, all right, let's get that last workout going. We want to we get through this so that we can focus on training. And, you know, assuming I make top 10%, which I, I should be able to do, we'll, we'll prepare for quarters. Awesome. Well, as always, guys, thank you so much for having me here and allowing me to do this. And next week, we're going to focus a little more on the community and the people who come out to support you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. As you saw today, the, the crew was a little bigger than last week. So that tends to be the trend as we get yeah. further into the qualification process. Yep. Well, with that, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, okay. thank you, Scott. Oh. So there you have it. Week two in the books with Rudy. Oh my gosh, first, just a huge shout out to uh, the Chalk Dust community. They have been so welcoming, uh, having me there, allowing me to do all this stuff and hang out with Rudy for all these weeks. So huge shout out to Mike and Caitlin for letting me um, be in their space um, for the next few weeks. And it's just been really awesome. So Rudy killed that workout. Excited to see where he lands on the leaderboard. Um, he's in a really good place to be top 10% for sure. And I am positive he's going to be moving on to quarters. Um, so we also have talked about doing a day in the life of training where I just kind of follow him for a day to see what his busy life is like. Um, so I'm excited to do that as well. The kids were awesome. Mimi was awesome. Um, so cool getting to know the family that supports these athletes in everything they do and the sacrifice they make for um, these athletes we love to watch. So with that, 22.3 coming up next week, but 22, or I'm sorry, 23.2 uh, done this week, 23.3 next week, but 23.2 done ready to move on and we will see you next week on the Clydesdale Media Presents following the athletes of the 23 CrossFit Games season. Bye guys.